This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you would live like Jesus and share His love. Well, good morning. Welcome to episode 23. What's up, everybody? Good morning. We've got we've got extra special guests in the studio with us today. Uh, we told you this was coming down the line, mm-hmm. and here it is. So. Here it is. You're stuck with the uh, the regular old Joes. Yeah, the guys who break the lenses. Joshes. And then lovely Haley Tallman. Hello. And then uh, you you can't see right now, but uh, Chris is also in the room. Well, that's Chris. You should just walk awkwardly behind us while JB is doing something. I'm being awkward. He's being awkward. So, hey, this is the are perfect we keep, time. Are we keeping this? We're keeping this. Yeah, okay. Oh, psh, for okay. sure. <laughs> hey, you got to, they got to see your face, brother. Yeah, come on back in here. Otherwise, they'll be like, just come take a seat for a few seconds. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's Chris. Everybody say hi, Chris. Hi, hi Chris. Chris. There we go. Look at that. You're part of the podcast, <laughs> we man. We did what we said we would do. Oh, man. So, it's so cramped in here. It's all right. We're working right. on it. Keep going. I know, right? Are you? Okay. Are you calling me fat? No. Okay. I think uh, <laughs> I'm just that checking. is not what's happening. <clears throat> just checking. Okay. Okay. He's still reading. All right. He's just studying. So JB is prepping. Yes. He's prepping for the episode yes. right here. Study, but study. Uh, while he's doing that, welcome. Uh, we're super excited to have Haley here with us and Chris, even though he's not you know on screen the whole time. Uh, right. We're excited for both of them to be here. Um <laughs> We're going to drink some coffee. Yes, okay. we are. We're going to talk about coffee. We're going to do that. So Haley, just uh, for all of our... <laughs> she confessed something to us. <laughs> yes, she did. So Haley, just I think in the interest of transparency, yeah. yes. I think you should you should just... You do know, it now. Just confess. Confession yep. to all of our viewers and listeners. I don't drink black coffee. Okay. It's and out there. I feel much better now. You good? I feel away. And what do like, we say? Like that's listeners, like, viewers, we always say drink coffee in the way that it makes you happy. But I'm drinking you know? black coffee today. Okay. I want to make that clear, and they can't see it, but Solidarity. I promise. Solidarity. It is. It, it is. is. It's like, black. There's, there's no creamer here, so. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing it. Okay. So today, we are drinking, again, for my good friend, uh, Zach Vasquez in uh, Miami, Florida, an Ethiopian Dorato Bombay. So this is from the Sedoma region, light roast. Uh, so Dorato Bombay is the farm that it came from, but it is the Sadama region of Ethiopia. It's a natural process. This is 100% Arabica, and it is an Ethiopian heirloom. The altitude is 2050 to 2150. Uh, this is the 2022 Good Food Award finalist, this <gasps> particular coffee. Um, about the coffee in 2006, Dea Bensa Coffee was established by two brothers, Asefa and Mulageta Dugamo, who had been working within the Sadama region in coffee. See how fast I did that? I was impressed. I would, you know I would love I it if you would say that one more it's, time. It's like you do it with full confidence. That's all you got to do. You gotta do. It's yeah. probably, if these, mm-hmm. these guys aren't watching, but they would be offended, but I probably cussed in their language or something. <laughs> <laughs> they operate 16 washing stations and four dry mills within Sadama. The Dorato Bombay is collected from 626 farmers in Dorato of Bombay Cabela village in the Bensa Woreto district of the Sadama zone. The village shares its name with the mountain of Bombay on which the coffee grows. Meticulous processing occurs at the, oh, Josh. I'm going to, you want me to do the. What is that? Confidence. Confidence. Kunkna. Okay, mill, where it is sun-dried as whole cherries for 10 to 15 days, creating a fruit-forward and complex flavor profile. Ooh, she just gave us a hint. There's supposed to be a fruit okay, flavor. Let's see if we get flavor. it. Which all the, I see. Them, most so of, most of the Ethiopians tend to have that fruity. Always fruity citrusy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm, like last week. I'm, if she gets one right, we have to quit. I... I'm like, just proud of myself that I'm drinking black coffee and not making any faces at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really good. But, it's really see, good. But, it, but if you're going to make a face. It's really good. If Chris. you're going to make a face, just make it like it's a happening. super pretentious kind of thing. Like, like, <gasps> like, let me taste it. Walrus mustache. Mm. Right. Am I supposed to drink it like a certain, you know, hold it with my pinky out? Yes. Uh, you can do that for added effect. Mm-hmm. But then you have to, what do you and Kinsey say? You got to like roll it around swirl your tongue. It. Yes. Swirl it. Let it fall off the sides of your tongue. Because they're different taste buds in different parts of your mouth. I'm not that bougie. He's not that bougie, Chris says. That's fair. Okay, I mean, so what do we taste? Coffee. I okay. taste coffee. Um, and no, profound. I would say, I mean, um, I don't, um, I don't know. See, I want to say, and I'm going to be wrong. 
Okay. But but I I it reminds me of like an in some ways of like an orange. Okay. I was gonna say lemon. Okay. Okay. Lemon, like citrus. I was gonna say citrus. Citrus or cherry. Cherry. Tart okay. cherry. Tart cherry. Josh. <laughs> Josh Alaba, Alaba, right? Yeah, he got it. Okay. That was ridiculous. I will say, we I'm were gonna go on record that I was, I literally, my jaw dropped when yeah. I was doing post production. So did JB's. Like, I was so surprised like, we got that right. We were publicly shamed <laughs> yeah. by a Folgers Maxwell House guy who was, shamed us. No offense, Josh, but you, you were fantastic. I was no, laughing no in my office because we you guys never, it just, we never, and then he sits there and he just like bombs. I was like, oh my gosh, did yeah. he, did he cheat? He did. And then he made, so this was super cool. So he, he, he wanted to, I think, help me feel like less of a, a moron for not ever getting this right. Mm -hmm. So he made uh, a couple of pieces of tart cherry pie like uh -huh. his grandma's recipe such a great because uh -huh. he's like oh this is how i know such like tart cherry because yeah. my grandma makes this pie uh -huh. or whatever and it was delicious pie yeah i actually told him we should probably start doing like pie tastings mm. on the podcast Ooh. instead of coffee but that would be uh red church with mark sayers they always do pastries but we need to do this oh. as well even though he's off camera chris is a coffee person he's drinking it chris what do you taste and we'll relay your 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 oh. thoughts oh. what did what did you taste <laughs> His cup is empty for those not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what did he taste? Let's see. You can still hit a mine if you want. I'm not. I'm not weird about stuff like that. I'd say, I mean, definitely some citrusy. Yes. Citrus. Strawberry. Strawberry. Okay. Um, kind of juicy. Juicy. It definitely has a juicy clarity. I agree. Okay, so he's way fancier than me. Okay. Here we go. Making me and Josh look bad. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Please be citrus. Please be citrus. Raspberry. Oh, plum and blueberry. Okay, so I still suck at this. Yep. It's uh, it's official. You know that's okay. I it's just okay. it's all right. It's all right. I was really holding out hope for myself. But it's okay. So, so JB, yes. What do you call a sad strawberry? <laughs> this is coming from Mr. Chris Tallman himself. I'm gonna I'm I'm switching cameras to Josh for this. <laughs> Josh, I don't know what you call a sad strawberry. A blueberry. <laughs> Our four-year-old runs around telling that joke. Virtual high five to Chris. That's right. <laughs> we, uh, oh we got gosh. that one from Chris. That was good. And yeah. those of you that watch the podcast, listen to the podcast regularly, or know Pastor Josh, he loves dad jokes. I do. He absolutely. Do. Oh There's my gosh, he loves them. Yeah. I do too. And it really I've, fit. It worked right into the coffee, the coffee. discussion. Yes, I really it liked that it. Was, that was it good perfect. job, guys. Almost, that was almost like a prophetic <laughs> bad joke. Because he told the joke before we started recording. <laughs> That's your this is also not my first cup of this particular coffee. No, oh. no, you had, you, no you, it is your first cup because you had the Socorro. This is the Bombay from no, the... No, no, what's that one? That's uh, Ethiopian something else. What though. you made at your house. Uh, that's a Socorro. This is the first bag I pulled from the freezer of the Bombay. This morning. So this is new. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let it be known that I'm about to drink my last sip of black coffee and I did it. Like, and you finished the entire cup? Way to go. Empty. And it was good. She's and running was... home. She's running home. Well, that'll take forever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday's message. Hey, uh, before we do okay, that, sorry. before we do that, real quick, I want to like, oh, just yeah, for our yeah, listeners, yeah. viewers, I think we should do like a, a at least a brief Q&A. Okay. Brief. Like, so they Got can kind of get to know I agree. Haley. Okay. Good idea. Great. So tell us a little bit about yourself. And you know, that's a nice specific question. I hate that question. question. It's like, <laughs> what, what would you like to know about me? Where are you from? What kind of stuff are you into? Kids. Like, yeah, are you, who's okay. this random Chris guy that you came with? I like, just found him at the airport. just found him at the airport. Yeah, <laughs> I told someone that yesterday. I just needed to bring someone. Uh, so I'm Haley. I am from High Point, North Carolina. And I um, work at Radio Life Church. Mm -hmm. Remotely. <laughs> Yesterday we were laughing because um, some someone walked up to me and asked me if I was from the newspaper because I was taking pictures. <laughs> and I said, no. And then I didn't really know how to answer him. And I said, I work here. <laughs> then I was like, it's complicated. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Um, so yeah. So I do all the post-production for the church. She produces graphics. this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I produce this podcast. Yes. So I'm going to be, uh, yeah. can't wait to watch myself back. Okay, Everybody no, loves you're, that. You're not allowed to cut out anything of yourself. No. You're like, oh no, because you just got to leave, leave it all okay. in. Let it roll. Deal. Leave it all in. Deal. 
Uh, and then, yeah, so graphics and design and creative and all that stuff. I do all of that. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris and I have been married for almost six years in April. And we have two kids. Uh, Graham is four and Scotty is she'll be two in June. So we got our hands full with some littles keeping us busy. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, you know, when you have kids, it's like, what are you into? Well, we do what, what our kids <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. not, not much time for yep. extra hobbies, but yep. yeah, that's where we're from. That's who we are. And good. She's also a worship leader. Yeah. Chris plays guitar yeah. with the band. So they're very much involved in the creative worship yeah, we area. Are. So uh-huh. super cool. And as all the viewers and listeners know, Josh plays bass with our worship team. He's a really good bass player. I have heard. Really good. But not the yes. best one that we have. That, so, I don't know. No, I, I don't know. I'll, uh, you, James, and Miles are all fantastic bass players. All uh, we all have different styles, though. Definitely. And I think, and I don't, and I don't think, uh, <laughs> we'll see. I, and he's, uh, I would say, I would say, like, if we were going to vote, I would say that James is actually our most talented bass player. I don't know. I, I would, as a, as a bass player, as a bass player, yeah. I, I would you vote, do have a better vote. I would sure. vote that James is our most talented bass player. So I don't know any of them. So James I can't is add uh, a vote. so Miles uh, played his last Sunday yesterday for a little bit. He's taking a season off, uh, focusing on family. So James and Josh, and actually my oldest son Ian is gonna dip in now and then nice. and play. So yeah, very cool. But, uh, so yeah. Yeah, Haley, it's been just great to have you here and to get to know you better. Yeah. I got another question for you. Okay. You guys went for a date night we last did. night to Black Rock. We did. Oh, Tell oh. us about that experience. It was fun. It was okay. interesting. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Okay. That was a hesitant yes. Well, it was only hesitant because it took us a minute to figure it out. So for anybody that doesn't know, it? Black yeah. Rock, you get your meat, like you just get your meat raw and you cook it mm-hmm. on a- Black pal- Rock. A b- a black volcanic rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, yeah, it just took a minute to figure it out because they, mm-hmm. Chris is, was having trouble with the temperature because I don't think his rock was as hot. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> didn't quite take 30 seconds. Um, so yeah, no, it was good though. It was a cool experience. Yeah. It's definitely an experiment or experience dining. Like, yes. yes. Dining experience because it takes time, but it was yep. fun to just kind of like, so wow. that's actually the thing that I love about it. Uh-huh. So my wife and I will go there every now and then as a date. You just like, and you slow know, down. You know you're going to be there for at least two, two and a half hours. It's yeah. just fun. Which is mm-hmm. kind of magical. Yeah. So, it was really nice just to kind of hang out, people watch, and you're like cooking your food. And then, and I feel like when you're eating slower, you don't feel as like disgusting after. You know, like when you eat really fast. And, and red meat full, too. Yeah. yeah, you're just kind of like, oh, I feel, I ate a lot. Mm-hmm. This, you could just kind of pace yourself. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. And I every it. bite is exactly, hopefully, the way you want it. Yeah, which is really hopefully. Cool. And if it's not, it's your fault because you could Exactly, it. you can't blame anyone. Right. You can't send That's it true. back. It's true. You can't send it back. It's, it's, a, really, it's a great business model. You can't, they yeah. can't really. Yeah, really, it. they're like, hey, we're going to bring you food. You cook it. Yeah. And pay an exorbitant right. amount of money. It's, it's actually, I mean, really, for what you get. For what you it's, get, it's it wasn't. Not, yeah. It's not terrible. Yeah. It's not terrible, but it's not like. Uh, what's it is a special occasion. The melting pot place. Oh, the fondue like place, fondue, which I know like you do not bucks like. a person kind of thing? Nah, bro. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I'm not doing that. I don't want to pay that much money to, to dip food in cheese. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand that. Yeah. See, at least this wasn't just dipping. I mean, this is like steak. Yeah. Raw steak. Which yeah. I feel I should have clarified at the beginning. Anyone, they're like, we're like, we'll cook your food. And they're like, chicken? Like, do you chicken? No, that no. sounds dangerous. Now, it's, I, yeah. I, I judge, and I, I went there with my cousin one time, uh-huh. uh, my wife, uh, and I went with my cousin and his wife uh-huh. to, to Black Rock. Uh-huh. And I told them, like, if, if you order something other than a steak, like, I will judge you. And then he orders, like, a friggin', like, a burger. Like a chicken I'm like, sandwich? I'm like, dude. Why? Like, why? Like, why? why did you? We could have gone to McDonald's. Yeah, right? no, you got to go for the full experience, so, and you got to do it. So yes. yeah, I judge people that go there and don't get. Though steak. I did wonder how they cover themselves against like people not cooking their stuff. Because I got a, like shrimp. I added shrimp on, and I thought, huh, how would they protect themselves if someone doesn't know how to cook shrimp and then they undercook it and then they get food poisoning? I think they've got warnings in there. Like, yeah, hey, if you're a moron and undercook like, your we stuff. We should be signing like, a waiver right yeah. now. Like, they are not responsible if you don't know how to cook. Well, shrimp True. and beef, though, are not like chicken and pork. You can eat it completely raw. Shrimp. Yeah, which Absolutely. I don't. Yeah. I would never do that. Well, yeah, no, because it'd be gross. But, I mean, you probably could. Yeah, you can. Chicken and chicken and pork, you, you. Well, definitely not chicken. Should not do that. 
Yes. Yeah, chicken, definitely Bad not. news. Yes, Bad not. Which idea. I, I don't think they have any non-beef or no, like not for the rock. Options okay. for the rock. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they're not letting you cook mm -hmm. your own chicken. No, no, no. So that's how they protect. How do you like that chicken? Medium rare. <laughs> Wrong. <Yeah. laughs> like it looking kind of clear and translucent. So I had someone. We were in the airport. We ate at a burger place, and I don't eat a ton of red meat, and so I was getting a turkey burger, and like you had to order it yourself, and we were laughing because it asked me how I wanted my turkey burger cooked. <laughs> and I was like. Uh, done. Well done, please. <laughs> yes. Yeah, please don't keep it medium. Thank no, you. That would yeah. be bad. It was just Still funny gobbling. that they gave you the option. Yeah. I was like, please, people, don't be dumb. Don't do this. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Nice. It was fun. So, do you guys not have a Black Rock in no, High that's... Tower, North Carolina? What, in where, High... North Carolina? I don't know. Where Greensboro. Did you say? We live in High Point. Okay, well, I, I had the first word right. Okay. Would you say High Tower? High Tower. <laughs> High Tower. It's North a new Carolina. place in it's North new, Carolina. We, go we check it out. We just named it. Yeah, go so, check it out. Good luck finding it. So, um, you'll be driving around for a while. Yeah. Uh, no, we don't have anything like that. So okay. that was like completely like when you mentioned it to us the other night. I was like, you do what? You cook it on a. Yeah, we don't have anything. So what? Talk about High Point real quick. Like, I mean, big okay. city, like small town, like it's it's not rural. Sturgis. It's not like small like Sturgis, but okay. it's not like massive. Like I don't know what it would be a good comparison. I mean, what's the population? I'm getting numbers. About 90,000. Oh. Oh, so, okay. So, yeah, it's a good size town. A lot bigger than okay. it's, I mean, it's a, we have a university there, so it's mm -hmm. college population too. And um, yeah, I was born and raised there. Went to school there, went to high school there, went to, um, I left for college for a little bit and then came back. And um, so, yeah, it's a cool, I mean, we enjoy it. It's nice because it's, it's close to like some of the others, like Greensboro, Winston-Salem. You can drive there within like 20, 25 minutes mm -hmm. and tons of options and restaurants and downtowns and cool areas so we're like kind of in the middle of oh uh, you can get to a lot of places mm. with less than an hour which is nice yeah so three cool. hours from the ocean you said yeah, and 30 two hours 30 from minutes the oh two hours from the mountains. yeah okay mm -hmm. okay i'm sorry 115 000. 000 oh we've people. added some people in the last okay yeah. got it it's 115 000. I mean, population trends nationally are moving from rural america to metropolitan america that's actually what's happening yeah so that's why I say it's not like it's not tiny, but it's not like huge either. You know, it's still got that small town feel where like every you, mm -hmm. you go to the grocery store and you see like everybody that, you know, <laughs> I mean, because a lot of people there, you know, state like people stay there. Mm. Like my yeah. grandparents are there. My parents are there. My parents were high school sweethearts there. So, yeah, my cool. whole my mom's parents were there. My whole family was there growing up. There you go. Yeah. Chris, are you born and raised same place or no? You're a transplant. West Virginia, okay. Yep, transplant. All right. The best part about this is I'm not on camera. <laughs> yeah. So West Virginia, man. So we can't grill you because it's really awkward if we all just look yeah, to the side and, and like ask yeah, questions. Yeah, no one wants that. You could just pan so, a camera that way. Yeah, that's half point. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, shall we jump in? Sorry, I, I very no. rudely, I've been accused of interrupting you before and then I just did it. So No, I, no, I think that was a good and proper interruption because, uh, yeah, we would have missed that opportunity. Thank you. Um, yes, yes. Uh, yesterday's message, Pastor Brandon Kinsey uh, brought the message and he was diving into the practice, the spiritual practices of silence and solitude, which would be very kind of closely, one of the same. Yeah. One mm -hmm. of the same. And so I'm curious, I wonder what each of you, you know, maybe some takeaways uh, from the message were. Um, Josh, start with you. Um, let me look back over my notes here. I just like, I mean, he made, he made that one statement, silence and solitude, recreate us physically mm. and spiritually. And I love the practicality, right? So he gave three pretty, pretty uh, street level ideas for how you can practice this they were if you didn't pay attention to the message uh you should go back and rewatch it or just you know talk, listen to us talk about it right now he said sit in silence to start your day which mm -hmm. you've alluded to that yes. as part of your practice it is right, so like the first thing when you do maybe this is only a couple of minutes but you just sit don't turn your phone on right don't turn on the radio mm -hmm. don't turn on you know whatever uh just just sit and mm -hmm. and enjoy that silence for uh, just a little bit to start your day uh the second thing he talked about was driving and listening to nothing mm. i've done that periodically mm -hmm. it's that's a challenge for me i like i like quiet mm -hmm. but i i like to drive with music on okay I, I love music so that that one's a challenge um but then he talked about fasting from speaking mm -hmm. which that one's interesting yeah uh and a challenge to do i think mm -hmm. sometimes 
What what does silence and solitude look like in your life, Josh? How 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 is that a practice that that God has developed in you? Yeah, I mean, so I try, and he uh, Kinji alluded to this yesterday, the idea of a of a dog day, right? That mm -hmm. uh, staff we we try to take these, you know, once a month. But then I have I have like weekly rhythms to where I try to carve out time, and actually, um, mine is Monday mornings. So mm -hmm. before I come to the podcast, uh, I try to not mm. do anything else. Uh, I find a quiet spot and just sit. That's why your content's so good. I was just come. about to say that's why <laughs> right? he has so many wonderful things right? to say. He's he's just been like, you know, it's been yeah. in his mind. You were in your cell. Uh, yeah. So so yeah. it's just that it's that that weekly practice, the monthly practice of the of the the dog. Um, dog, tell the listeners, viewers what that is. Kinsey yeah. unpacked it, but uh, yeah. So so dog D A W G day away with God. So mm -hmm. where you just, you take time. My last one is actually great. You allowed me to use a one, mm -hmm. of, your, one of your places. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I just went and sit. You're looking out the window. You've got the lake right there. And it's just, mm -hmm. it was marvelous. It is marvelous. Uh, to just sit and be, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes there's reading. Sometimes, I'll, you know, I'll read in that space. Sometimes I do nothing mm -hmm. uh, in that space. Sometimes I'll pray. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'll, I'll use it for some different things. Cool. But Cool. How about you? Uh, so for me, silence and solitude is, yeah, it's a big, big part of my morning practices and it has grown in time over time. And I find a lot, what resonated with me with Kinsey was when he said that he craves it. Mm -hmm. You know, once you've had that time just quietly with the Lord, you want more of it. Yes. There is this initial, I'll call it a hump that you have to get over where it's like mm. your mind is just kind of whirling and racing, you know, and you're not really sure what to do. But then you do sort of settle into this space where God's voice becomes a little bit more clear. Um, but silence and solitude for me is one of those practices that are, uh, it's crucial. I've always, I'm an eight on the Enneagram for those that, that know those things. And I'm red on, I said this, you heard that. And so it's temper temperament. He's a choleric. Yes. Choleric <laughs> and IG and working genius. Basically just, <laughs> just keep how many more pretty gigged <laughs> up. You did, know? did you do Myers-Briggs? I haven't. I haven't. Uh, and I cannot figure out the APEST website. Like, okay. Well, so I took a test, I leave, but I maybe. think that I took, I thought mm. I was taking it on your behalf, but I think I took it for myself answering anyway, whatever. Hmm. Oh, you take someone else's personality test? So, well, yes. not personality. Sorry, so I know this I just is, derailed us. <clears throat> no, that's, that's all right. So, APES, the fivefold ministry, Ephesians uh, 4. I don't and, know that one at all. Okay. So, that's a good one. So, it's the idea of, um, you've got a guy named Alan Hirsch who has pioneered a lot of stuff within this. He looks at Ephesians 4 uh -huh. and talks about, you know, you read about the idea of the fullness of Christ. Uh -huh. And then he talks in, in verse 11 about, and to, these have been given to the church, you know, apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, uh, and shepherds mm -hmm. or pastors, depending on your, your translation. Mm -hmm. So you'd say that those five kind of roles or callings, yeah. those represent the fullness of Christ. Mm -hmm. And every believer has within them all five of those things, but you will have one primary call. A dominant. Okay. Right? Kind of a, a, a primary calling. Mm -hmm. So we, they have available this, this uh, 360 assessment mm -hmm. to where you take the assessment Regarding yourself, mm -hmm. okay. but you also ask up to ten people okay. to take it for you. Makes sense because because yeah. sometimes sometimes we answer assessments based on like, well, this is what my job is, yeah. so this is what it even or what I want to be, yeah, you know, or what I want to be, <laughs> yeah. Versus, Aspirational. You know, you're, yes. you're gonna you're, yes. you're gonna get a, a more rounded uh, perspective when you ask the people that that yeah. know you. Kind of like when you take a you know like the enneagram. I uh, like, yeah. I sat down with my wife. Same. And I'm taking it and I'm like, oh, it's this. And she's like, Pfft. yeah, my wife did yeah, the same thing. Yeah, right. Like, I told yeah. people what I am on the Instagram and people didn't believe me. And I was like, oh, I don't know how to take that. Yeah. So, so what are you? A six. Right you on. And we're the same on the, what's Sixes the thing on the, on the widget. On the widget. Yeah. Yeah, well, so what we found is that Josh here. and I, like, yeah. She, Haley is the, the, the female version of go. me. Like, uh, this is ooh. awesome. Yikes. You've, no, got, you've got way better hair. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Hair thank you. I appreciate than that. I have. Yeah, I'll so, take it. I'll take that win. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. The anyway. tests are good. I mean, I think there's a lot of clarity there that comes from those things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But for me, uh, silence and solitude initially is just not what I, I thought I was bent for. My whole life, I've been told that I was an extrovert and I can't function that way. But what I found as I pressed into the disciplines and practices in the last couple of years is I'm actually not an extrovert. I could 
I can perform, right? Uh-huh. I could do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately I need silence and solitude. I, I really need it. So like yeah. when we went to Florida and we were driving an hour each way to the, the, uh, uh, venue where the trip was, I remember texting my wife at one point. It's like, I love these people. Like I love, I, I do, <laughs> but I need them to shut up. Just quiet. Just like, Stop just, it. just having quiet. Just, yeah. and not that, the, and not that anybody was saying like awful things or irritating things or annoying. None of that. Just noise. Just the sound. Yeah. yeah. And, and obviously I'm in a treated acoustically tuned control room most of the day by myself. Uh, so yeah. I have learned that silence and solitude has become very natural mm-hmm. uh, for me. Um, but I love, well, we'll come back to application at the end, but at any rate, Haley, you were, let's, I want to defend Haley a little bit in her responses because she was working like yes. camera slung, going everywhere in the building, taking photos and video. Uh-huh. Yep. And so you heard bits and snippets. I did. If you can't speak to the message that you heard, that's okay. Yeah. I, we would just love to hear your insights as a follower of Christ. And, and how silence and solitude resonates with you personally. Yeah. Silence and solitude is hard as a young mom. I mean, that's mm. just the reality of it. I think it's like, and that's not, I'm not saying that in like an excuse way, but it is so difficult to mm-hmm. be able to take that time for yourself, like mm-hmm. to get away because mm-hmm. your kids are, I mean, everybody who has kids knows kids are just loud. Like that's mm-hmm. just what they do, you mm-hmm. know? And they always want mom and even... Um, sometimes like I'll tell Chris, cause I'm an introvert. So I need, I'm like you, I need that, that time to just be quiet. And I've found that a lot of times that looks like dropping my kids off at preschool in that drive from preschool to my office mm. is I do it without music. And I did that. Once I started doing that, I realized, I remember one day I did it by accident. And then I was like, Oh, that was wonderful. Like there was nothing. It was just mm. me and I was able to like pray and and think and just like hear from the Lord of, of, and just like kind of reset my day almost to kind mm. of go into a different mode. And so for me, it's like, I feel like it's trying to just find those little pockets of time, mm. which is a lot. It's hard, but because I, I laugh too, because like sometimes I'll just tell Chris, I'm like, I just need a minute. Like I need a hot minute and I'll go in our room and like lock the door. But then of yeah. course there's a little like banging on the door. So that's really not that silent, you know? Josh knows about this. Yeah. I feel like I have to go like sit in a corner and just, you know, mm-hmm. like plug my ears. But, um, I, I personally have always seen the, the like benefit in silence and mm-hmm. solitude. Cause it does just like kind of, it's like a deep breath. Mm. Like to me, it feels like just taking a deep breath. Like, mm-hmm. and you're always, but you're always in when you drown out all the noises of the world, like not even just, you know, home and you just drown out all of that. It is so much easier. I know that I did catch when he said, you know, silence and solitude is how you hear like the will of God. Mm. Like it's how you can hear. And it's I think that's mm-hmm. so true because I'm a I am a uh, overthinker and I am a a planner. We've talked about that. And I am a like sometimes an internal processor. So sometimes uh, the loudest stuff is in my head. Sure. So I've got to like get silent and I don't work with music very often. I don't mm. work because there's just so much going on mm-hmm. in my season of life that I've got to find the areas where I can be quiet. Was that modeled for you either in ministry or with your parents, that value of silence and solitude? How do you, how did you come to that? I don't know, to be honest. I don't know that um, I'm trying to think back. Like, um, I mean, our, like in our office, we value like once uh, it's like every fifth Tuesday we have an unplugged day. So it's kind of similar oh, nice. to like a dog day or whatever. Um, and that day is meant to be reserved for to do whatever you need to do to get away with the Lord and to be mm. quiet. And so um, I've seen it modeled in ministry through um, like our pastors and people who like value that, uh, that Sabbath time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Chris and I have talked a lot about that recently in our life of just needing more. I know mean, we talked about mm-hmm. that the other night mm-hmm. of needing more rest and Sabbath and silent time, but mm-hmm. it's so hard in mm-hmm. this season of life. I mean, you know, it's just, you can't just leave your kids unattended. You can't just, you know, like the, it's so hard. You have to carve it out. They're it's feral. impossible. Like, yeah, yeah. We just left them. Hope they're okay. We'll see. You know, the house may be standing or not. Yep. Um, but I don't know where that was really modeled for me. I mean, my dad is a very um, thoughtful, like wise. Um, 
he loves silence and solitude. Mm. Like he he but he loves people. So but he's the kind of guy they have a wonderful back porch at their house and he'll just like sit out there in the mornings and drink his coffee and like mm. read the word. And so I've probably seen it mm. in my dad more um just because he's he's always done that. Like mm. he's just a he loves to sit at the beach when we go to the beach in the summer and sit on the porch in mm-hmm. silence. Like he loves that. Mm-hmm. So that's probably where I got it from. Yeah. Yeah. I love Haley that you just, you know, you just struck the vein of, of uh, Sabbath as well. Yeah. Because silence and solitude and Sabbath, they are different practices. They're very unique. I just listened yeah. to Ruth Haley Barton talk about the differences between these things, but they are somewhat linked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, silence and solitude and Sabbath are are linked. Um, Josh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think, I'm, and I don't know that this will actually answer your question, but this is where it gets interesting in the conversations about the disciplines because Sabbath is somewhat of a controversial mm-hmm. topic. Um, mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I'll be curious to hear you hear you speak into it. I think you just posted something on. Your Facebook the other day. That was this. it. Was a <clears throat> it was out yeah. of, out of Ruth Haley Barton's book. Yes. But I think one of the dangers uh, is is turning Sabbath into something legalistic, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so there's the I think sometimes we overcorrect yeah. though. Yeah, mm-hmm. we overcorrect and we're like, oh well, hey, that was you know Jewish. We don't. Yeah, that was Jewish. Which mm-hmm. I mean, they did observe the Sabbath. Yeah. Jesus did too. <clears throat> but just sort of Jesus. Yeah. Which I mean, you're yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get all kinds of uh, different opinions on the sabbath yeah but i do think the sabbath and to some extent silence and solitude are are inextricably linked dallas willard draws mm-hmm. those connections and and it would actually say that silence and solitude are a a core practice i'm i'm paraphrasing so i don't know if that was his word but kind of a mm-hmm. core practice for sabbath mm-hmm. you can't sabbath without right some degree of silence and solitude mm-hmm so I, I think the two things are linked. Now, I do think, and this is where, you know, kind of that, that um, being wary of, you know, the legalism is we have to be careful that we don't too tightly define what Sabbath is. And that looks different right. when you've got two right. little kids. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Sabbath is going to look different than, you know, maybe even for you, JB, with, you know, your kids are yeah. all teenagers and do yep. adulthood yep. versus empty nesters, right? Like Sabbath can look yeah. very different right. uh, in those seasons. Mm-hmm. So well, rest I'm, looks different for people too. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, people- What fills your soul? Find, yeah. What, I mean, what fills you up or what mm-hmm. like, you know, fills your cup or whatever is so different for anybody. So rest cannot be, I don't think rest can be clearly defined, but what you're saying about making it legalistic, like mm-hmm. I totally get that because you could say oh, you got to check these boxes or it doesn't count as Sabbath. And like, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't know that that's fully, I can see how it can be controversial. Right. Is what well, I'm no, saying. I mean, and for me, you know, growing up and I, and honestly, like as a, as a kid, this drove me crazy. Um, I actually, in a lot of ways, I wish I could get back to this, but look for me growing up for a long time as a kid, like on Sundays, we would go to church, uh-huh. but then we would like we would not play with friends. Like mm-hmm. you couldn't go play out in the yard with the with the neighbors. It's like family time. Because, I mean, it was, it was and it was quiet. Like if you're gonna read, I love to read. Mm-hmm. Right? But mm-hmm. if you're gonna read on Sunday, uh-huh. like it's got to be something that nourishes your soul. You're mm-hmm. not grabbing that you know Tolkien book and mm-hmm. although I mean Tolkien's good stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, Tolkien nourishes the soul. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, so that there were there were we would never we would never go out to eat. Mm. We would not go shopping. I mean, and that was some of that was cultural. Uh-huh. But like for me growing up, blue lights, like, n- nobody was open on Sundays. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, gradually that shifted. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so so Sunday was definitely a day where where you you didn't. It was like that for me too growing up. Lot. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, things were things were closed yep. or like my parents. I mean, it wasn't like you know we're not going to specifically do this thing but like the thing that sticks out in my mind is my dad would always be like i really need to mow the grass but i'm not going to do it today like mm. he always on mm. sunday it was like the day that he was like i'm just going to protect today and mm. i i don't know that i don't think he did it in a legalistic way but I, it's like that's something that i remember like mm. very clearly that on sundays he didn't do a lot of work work like he truly we went to church as a family we always went out to lunch as a family and with my grandparents or something. And then it was like a a day. There was not a lot mm. planned on Sundays. Yeah. And I grew up the same way. So it's interesting. Yep. 
I think uh, I would encourage listeners, if you're interested, to check out uh, season 17 of Ruth Haley Barton's um, podcast. Um, she actually challenges a little bit of what we just talked about. So she she puts forth the premise that silence and solitude are daily practices. <clears throat> Sabbath is yeah. a weekly practice, but Sabbath is actually meant to be experienced in community. Which, not in solitude. Which which John Mark Comer's new stuff. He yes. I mean he talks along those veins too. Yes. Um, so how does she define it? Uh like so how how does she define right. um what makes a day a Sabbath day? Well, she only defines it for herself. So oh, okay. as you listen to her, she'll talk about the things that she does or doesn't do. One of the declarative things she says in the first episode and kind of reiterates is that Sabbath is a command. It is, yeah. It's a command. It is. And uh, this is where the controversy comes in. This is in. where the yeah. controversy comes in. <clears throat> yeah. And and I I have been in that and lived <laughs> life there. Um, but Sabbath really isn't the, the, the topic of this conversation. No. No, the topic no. of this conversation is silence and solitude. I think uh, with, with Kinsey's message, one of the things that I love the most, and I want to hear each of you share uh, what your thoughts on this, but I loved that he said, start where you are, mm-hmm. not where you want to be. Yeah. Josh, uh, talk about that a little bit from your perspective. Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes, and this is a, a I think a fault of pastors sometimes, and this isn't knocking Kinsey because <clears throat> I, I do the same. And I don't think he did it at all. Yes. No. But when we talk about things, right, maybe you're listening to the podcast. You're like, oh man, like you guys do this one whole day a month. Like, man, there's no way I could do that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. Yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Sometimes we hear somebody talk about a practice and we feel like we have to jump in and and do this practice the same way that they did this practice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I need to carve out a couple of hours you know, every week. I need to do a whole day I once get a month. I 2 a.m. every day now. Right. Like, yeah. And, I mean, and, I don't and have we, this time feel for this. Like, <clears throat> we feel like that's the way yeah. to do this thing. Right. Which, you, you, like, for Brandon, I know for him, for myself, right? We didn't start there, right? I mean, I like didn't. it used to be, and I've talked about this on the podcast, right? The first time I went through uh, Scazzaro's Emotionally Healthy Spirituality and you go through the daily offices and and mm. you do two minutes to bookend it, two it's minutes of book. silence at the beginning, two <laughs> minutes at the end. <clears throat> and that was torture. <laughs> it was yeah. like, holy cow, when are you over two minutes? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and it was it was miserable, yeah. right? So, so that's where I started, like- and it's been a it's been a process. So when we talk about this idea of start where you are, not where you want to be, maybe you love the idea of an entire day away with God. Mm-hmm. Cool. Work towards that. Yeah. Maybe you start with thirty minutes away mm-hmm. once a month, and that's your that's your monthly practice. And mm-hmm. maybe you do two to five minutes every morning. Whatever you know, whatever it looks like for you. Uh, the the point isn't to be miserable. Right, so if you're miserable mm-hmm. doing ten minutes of silence, back it up to like eight minutes. You know, something, yeah. something. You know, yeah. Don't think you've got to reach this certain level. It's not a, it's not a video game, right? We're not trying to like, right. oh, I got to get to level twenty, right? And then I'll well, be the. And I think that when you start out, if you do it that way, I know for me personally, like when I've seen people that I admire, like whether they talk about how much time they spent in prayer, how much time they spend in the Word, and then if you set out to do the same nine times out of 10, you're going to fail. Why? Why do you think that is? Speak into that. Why why do you think the failure happens? Well, I don't know that it's necessarily that you, I'm trying to explain it. Cause like for me, I have felt shame. Mm. So if I, let's use the example of, you know, um, spending 30 minutes in solitude and that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And then the next day I'm like, nope, I'm supposed to. So you set this goal, you didn't meet the goal and then you're feeling lesser than. Correct. Okay. And I know for me, I'm the kind of person who I have struggled with that my entire walk with Jesus mm. in um, like in um, giving that over to the Lord and not allowing that to be like condemning and shameful, mm-hmm. but also to say, um, like, I have a wonderful mentor who always tells me like, if it's five minutes here or it's five minutes here, mm. it's still the same because like the mm. Lord knows where you are. The Lord mm-hmm. sees you, you know, like he's a God who sees. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you start out to say, oh, well, these are the rules around uh, 
X, Y, and Z prayer, the amount of time you spend in prayer or the amount mm -hmm. of time you journal or amount of time mm -hmm. you spend in silent solitude, then you're not going to set up, you're not going to, you're not going to meet it. And mm -hmm. then you're going to end up saying, well, I failed again. And I know for me, I'm the kind of person who like, if I fail five days in a row, I'm going to be like, forget it. That's yeah. right. And then you end up back in this place of like a dry season or like in a desert because you think I can never measure up, but that's mm -hmm. not the point. Like Jesus doesn't ask us to measure up, right? Like yeah. he already did that for us. And so I think that's a good reminder for people in start where you are. Like mm -hmm. don't set a goal for yourself. I mean, mm. you can set a goal, but it's like, even if it's me driving the 10 minutes from preschool to the office in silence, like great, I did it today. Mm -hmm. And then maybe tomorrow I get 10 more minutes. But if I don't, it's okay because mm -hmm. I still did it. And um, that's not to say settle for mediocre or settle for second best. But I do think that there's this, it's really easy to fall into the trap of, I didn't do it the way I'm supposed to. But mm -hmm. like, who's defining what? Yeah, based on you know, what? Right, right. Are we based I, I want to double click on that because I, I think you, you just really... You know, what you were describing is comparison. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? You're, you're, she's describing comparison. So Josh has 30 minutes. I have 10 minutes. You have five uh -huh. minutes. And so the why behind the practice itself mm -hmm. becomes not about this vertical connection with the Lord Jesus. It, right. it becomes more about, can I be better than the next cre creation, uh -huh. the person that's created in his image? Uh -huh. and, and that is the real heart of the comparison. Yeah. Like if you can't answer your why for Sabbath, your answer for, uh, if you can't answer your why for silence and solitude, you will fashion an idol and uh -huh. you will bow down before this idol. Even if it's a biblical thing, mm -hmm. even if it's a thing that brings God honor. That's where legalism comes from. Yes. That's exactly where it comes from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Comparison. No, good. And, mm -hmm. and the why is very important. I've got some stacks of books with, uh, with uh, some quotes in them. I'm not going to read all these, but I'm just going to say to you to read them yourselves. Well, you got to read at least one. You went okay. through well, all the trouble just, of like oh, opening those up. So grab You're your next one. Next okay. one. Yeah. The next two well, open. I'm going to say this one first. You, you need to read this book. Uh, listeners, viewers, you need to read this book. Richard J. Foster's Celebration of Discipline, The Path to Spiritual Growth. He has a section on, on uh, silence and solitude, but I, I mean, bet I can link that. I'll just link it in the description. Oh, you now. totally should. Oh, look at We're going to level up our production, guys. Ruthless Here we come. Elimination of hurry. Uh, this is probably the gateway to change. Yeah. If you are feeling a tug and a pull towards uh, a life of silence and solitude, or as the monastic practice would call it, having a cell, a place that you would go. Uh, I'm going to, this is Henry Nowen being quoted by by uh, um, John Mark Comer. Yes. Without okay. solitude, it is virtually impossible to live a spiritual life. We do not take the spiritual life seriously if we do not set aside time to be with God and to listen to him. Notice that there was no quantitative mm. things yeah. within that quote. Uh -huh. There was no five minutes, 10 minutes, the, mm -hmm. the things that you were really clicking uh -huh. on. Uh, it was just the fact that without solitude, you can't live a spiritual life. So if you're listening, watching, and you're feeling like there is another place that God wants to take you in your walk with Jesus, silence and solitude is the place to start. Um, probably, uh, we'll call it the Bible of, of this, is Invitation <laughs> to Silence and Solitude by Ruth Haley Barton. The cover makes it look like a Christmas book. It does. Everybody says that, Josh. You are. Huh. Yeah. I didn't say that. No. Huh. Yeah. But it does now that you say it. Uh, this is a phenomenal book. I'm just, I mean, there's so much. He has here. highlights all over this page uh, that you can't see. They're everywhere. Yes. This, this, <laughs> you, you want to read this book. Ruth Haley Barton is a mighty woman of God. I mean, anointed, filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, if there are bishops and apostles in our time, whatever your perception yeah. or persuasion is on that, she's one. She is one. Uh, silence helps us drop beneath the superficiality of our mental constructs to that place of the heart that is deeper in its reality than anything the mind can capture or express in words. It's a place of longing and desire in reaching for that which we do not yet have. In this wordless place, the whole of our person turns itself toward God and waits to be addressed by God. So part of the goal of silence and solitude 
is hearing from the Lord. You mentioned mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah, hearing Brandon the will of God. Yesterday. Talk. Let's talk a little bit more. I know we're going long. It's okay. Uh, talk a little bit more about maybe the purposes you've discovered uh, behind silence and solitude, or let's say your personal results, Josh. Where what has the Lord done in those in your cell? Uh, I mean, for me, a lot of it is 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 creating that intentional space to hear, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to sit and say, no, no, no. Tell me what. What have you heard? Oh, okay, tell me, okay. tell me what's happened in your heart and life. And I'm going to ask Haylee, you the same thing. Where, have, more time to think where about is it. the Lord? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what has the Lord done in silence and solitude? And, and you've, you're like, you, okay, that was God. And now I know this or whatever. Yeah. I mean, so, so I'll go and I don't remember if we talked about this at the beginning of the year, but the whole, uh, my one word, right? Mm-hmm. So like, so some of it was that, and a lot of it has been connected to that. Uh, the, the one word that I was given by the Lord for this year like that's been a, a pretty uh, constant theme mm-hmm. in my times of silence and solitude because he he wanted me to learn what it was to be something right mm-hmm. so my word is connected to that and so th- that's been a focus of our all right lord what's your word what does this Can mean you say your word? yeah my my word is son s-o-n okay so just so, curious you just like, kept saying one word one word i'm like is it a i know secret? Actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do you guys do one word at your church um, no, but I year. have, I did. Okay. Yep. Okay, cool. Great. But perfect segue. Boom. My one word for the year is peace. Mm. And um, I think that did come to me in, in the times that I took to be silent. Mm. Um, I've had a hard, um, I've had a hard couple of years just navigating being a working mom and I, this year, I just really set out to, I mean, the Lord just really kept reiterating the word peace to me and mm-hmm. finding peace and, and um, I guess, creating peace like through, through Jesus, but mm-hmm. that being across the board. Like I remember telling someone in January, like, I want peace in my home. I want people to feel peaceful in my home. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to feel peace in my home. Um, and a lot of that is the Lord challenging me on boundaries and and like work boundaries and home boundaries and mm. parenting boundaries and things like that but that has been the word that came to me in in mm. the times that I took to like ask Jesus like what what do I do like I feel you know overwhelmed and burnt out and tired and what do I do and it just kept coming back to peace that just kept coming back to me and mm. so um it's yeah it's interesting you say like the one word is what came because mm. that's what happened too when I Hold myself away from all of those things that distract me um, or that I use as distraction because I do that too. Um, peace just kept coming to me. But but also the word and peace. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I felt peaceful in those moments as well because mm-hmm. the Lord gave it to me. Not just the word, but the actual peace of his presence and spirit. So as you sit here with us today, yeah. where are you finding the most peace in your life? Oh, that's a big question. That's a good question, man. Wowzers. Um, I mean, honestly, like this weekend has been peaceful for me. Like mm. I, that's what comes to mind because you described JB as like, you're, you wake up on the lake. Okay. So JB has wonderful properties. You wake up and you look at this beautiful lake and it is like, this is amazing. And it was quiet. It's quiet out there. Mm-hmm. Um, And so for me, removing being somewhere else being not at home right now Mm. um but also just being away with just chris and me and being here and able to like just it's been so peaceful for me Mm. i have felt like i haven't felt that like war in my brain of all the things going on at home that i juggle and Mm -hmm. but it's like that's an example of you can't just always go on vacation you can't just always (laughs) say like peace out peace out life but it does attest to the fact of getting away Mm-hmm. Like it, it attests the fact of removing yourself from mm-hmm. the day to day crazy, whether that's, you know, actually physically going to another state or a vacation or just somewhere for the day. Mm-hmm. But it does speak to like it does bring you peace because you are removing and you're able to just like reset and reorient mm-hmm. and like re um, rethink your priorities and your things like that. So I think, mm-hmm. yeah, that's. It's been it's been great. <laughs> I think Josh and Brandon and Ryan have done such a great job in making the comparison between how a husband and wife's relationship would subsist 
without solitude together uh-huh. and comparing that to <clears throat> what we do as Christians with God the Father, right? Yeah. How, uh, Josh, I think you said a couple weeks ago when you, you shared, you know, how would it work if you just told your tell? <laughs> you said your kids do like make this thing or do this laundry or something, and that was your only form of communication with your wife. Yeah, well, so it was, it was the it was the like, if, hey, you're out on out on a, a date with your wife or you know yes. another, and and you and you gaze into their eyes, loving you like, hey, could you do the laundry? <laughs> you know, <later. laughs> it's very romantic. From a woman's perspective, do not do that. <laughs> do not do, <laughs> do, not that. do that. What's yeah. the, the current meme but, but that we, keeps uh, going? Dumb ways to die. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> like a TikTok thing. I'm not it, totally, is. Yeah. it is. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's true. Like if, if uh, Chris and Haley having these few days to be away with each other and how healing that can be for the uh-huh. two of you. Uh-huh. So much more that we need that silence and solitude with just yeah. the father. He wants to spend time with us. That's the that's the kind of the end of silence and solitude is it's the heart of God. Mm-hmm. He wants to be with us. And if we will just give him that time, he will meet with us. Yeah. So real I wanna I wanna spend just a couple of minutes on this. JB, how would you uh, differentiate between because I actually had a conversation with somebody last week, um, and it was a it was a a point of confusion. How would you differentiate between solitude and isolation? Mm. Yes. Because is- isolation is bad. Yes. Solitude is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the difference? So I think that isolation is uh, uh, escape and retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not facing conflict or it's not facing uh, the realities of life and just blah, 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 I don't have to think about this. I don't, I don't have yep. to do this. And it's, it's also walling yourself off from God and others. Mm-hmm. Whereas solitude is saying, I am, I am walling myself from the noise of the world, but I'm coming into the space, into the presence of God. Monastically would say the cell we're, we're saying, I'm coming to listen and to hear. I'm opening myself. In solitude, we open ourselves. And many of us in our silence and solitude practices, what do we do? I do this. Uh, My palms are up. And it's just a symbolic way to say to the Lord, my hands are open. I'm not white knuckled. Mm-hmm. I'm not gripping the my will. I'm saying, God, my hands are open to you. Now speak. And in the quiet, that's been my greatest takeaway in silence and solitude is intercession. Mm. I hear in the silence and solitude pray for this. It's like, oh, okay. That's random. <laughs> That's really random. Exactly. But I begin to just intercede for, for that particular thing. And I find that as I press in, the groanings of the spirit come and, and you know, then that you're in the will of God, yeah. you're praying in the will of God because the Holy spirit starts to take over and you, you have this sort of sense like, oh, I'm touching the heart of God here. Mm-hmm. And what God wants to see our Father, heart in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come on earth mm. as it is in heaven. So in silence and solitude, we begin to see the kingdom of heaven through us on earth, but we won't know it until we're quiet enough to hear it, to right. listen to it. Well, I think to summarize it, isolation is running away from something mm. and solitude is running towards something. Ooh, good. Say that again. I, isolation is running away from something and solitude is running to something and mm. that something would be god like you're running to god isolation is mm. more i am running from every single thing that's happening right now and i don't want to hear a thing well like, said I, you know like you mentioned walling off but that's how i think about it in summary it's either running oh, away good. or running to something well said yeah that's good mm-hmm. good uh one more and i know uh, yeah we're long but one potential Potentially fun, potentially dangerous conversation. Okay, here Yikes. we go. Here we go. <laughs> and if you don't, if you don't want to go there, you just tell me. But one of the things that Kinsey said yesterday, <laughs> the producer has power. <laughs> Kinsey, he read out of James chapter three, yeah. and he said he said that silence is a way. How did he say it? Silence to tame the tongue. Hmm. To tame the tongue. So I thought it might be interesting to have a conversation about. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Words and language. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. For those of you out there that don't know, I get in trouble a lot for the things that I say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So I'd be curious. You uh, don't say bad words. Well, some people think they are. You don't curse or anything. Some people think they are. Yeah, Yeah, I need to define what we're talking about. Well, no, but but, but this is the interesting thing because people have different opinions about what is or is not. Yes. Uh, bad language 
mm. and think, well, you should you should mm. control your tongue more, Josh. Practice mm. more uh, silence. Mm. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. So again, if if that's totally off off track, we don't have to go there. But I I was curious to pick your brains. I'm not going first because I know. <laughs> 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 uh, I here here's the thing I know about being an eight, and I know about being red, <laughs> right? I've always got something to say. I've always got an opinion. When I first came on staff, Josh, I was in I was in counseling with a guy, a pastor that's been a pastor for a long time, Kalamazoo, Roger Ullman, dear brother in Christ. And I would come I on. I think I've met him. Yeah, you, you know yeah, yeah, Roger. Yeah. He's a he is a chaplain in, yeah, at the Kalamazoo. In Kalamazoo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'd come to these meetings and 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 I was I was at staff meetings, right? And I'd be listening to all all you guys talk, and my mind is whirling uh -huh. and planning and business and uh -huh. blah blah whatever. And I would hear the Lord say to me, Josh, they didn't ask you. <laughs> I would go to counseling with Roger and I would say to Roger, Roger, the Lord, this is what the Lord's telling me. Josh, they didn't ask you. He keeps telling me this, that I need to be quiet in these mm -hmm. staff meetings. And I'd say to Roger, Roger, I'd come into these meetings and I'd talk the whole time <laughs> telling them all this stuff, you know? And it's like, Lord, help me. So I think for me, silence and solitude is, it's a, it's a throne thing. Like it's a get off the throne and thinking, you know, everything, mm. you know, like you, you, you have a solution and, and, a and, a, and a, a way to fix everything. Silence and solitude and language is a way to say, uh, you are not the smartest person in the room. You need to just listen. You need to be quiet. And if you do know something, trust the Lord's timing. Yeah. Uh, so for me, it's biting my tongue and speaking less. Mm. in language than I'm naturally inclined to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, and Kinsey had that, he, he posed that question. I think it was something that he took away from the elders retreat. I believe is what he said, right? That, that question of like, what if the only words that came out of my mouth were words that the Holy Spirit mm. prompted me to speak? Maybe so. <laughs> from yeah. your mouth but, to God's ears. Yeah. But uh, I don't yeah. know. Haley, what do you want to say? You look like you're deep in thought over there. I just really wanted to say something. <laughs> the camera's on you my friend Maybe not. Do I be funny now and say Maybe well not. the lord's telling me not to no um <laughs> yeah we're talking about silence with speaking and you just asked me a question <laughs> there's some irony or something yeah. in there no i'm i'm the same way i um i've gotten in trouble lots and lots and lots for things that i say because i am a lot like jb and that i'm a planner and i'm a Let's figure this out real quick. And so I'll just speak off the cuff, which is just a really bad idea. And um, I also get in trouble all the time for my tone. And Chris is probably over there like. He's very, very He did not make eye contact. <laughs> He's <laughs> studying the mortar in between the bricks. He's like, wow, uh, this right is a now. very interesting room. Have you seen all the things? Yeah. That's right. But look, I admitted it and I know it. Mm -hmm. um, but I. I would say, and I think people around me would say, I've grown a lot in that in the past couple of years, but I have gotten into a lot of trouble in the things that I do say. Um, not necessarily that they're bad, but like tone or attitude in them or like I also wear my emotions all over my face and I wear my heart on my sleeve. And so it is hard for me to disguise how I'm feeling about something. And I am learning. I'm not even going to say I have learned. Like I am learning how to stay silent like hmm. listen more speak less and then like and also just kind of yeah it, it should i say this like ask myself first don't just jump right mm. in and i still do it i mean gosh all the time sometimes you know i'm a very passionate person so it sometimes it just comes out and then i'm like <laughs> mm, probably shouldn't have said that um but i think it's just constant growth in that and constant just discernment and asking the lord for discernment mm. and like should I say this right now? Like, is this helpful? Is this not? And then also I think I have the tendency, and this is like maybe not on, on the topic, but I have a tendency to swing the opposite way and then just shut down oh. and not speak. So like if I say too much or I get into something where I'm like, um, you know, I say something that maybe offended someone or, or I've just done that a lot or said too much, sometimes I'll swing the opposite way and be like, I'm just not going to say anything at all. But that's not the right heart either because then I'm just like, forget it. 
fine. You don't want to hear what I have to say? I'll just sit here in silence. But then they know because I can't. <laughs> like this happened to me recently where someone asked me, they were like. Are you okay? Yeah, no, they, yeah, they said, um, do you have, it was, I don't even remember what the topic was, but it was just like, um, you look like you have something to say. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then the whole time I'm thinking, and then they, he said, are you sure? And I'm like, don't push me. I'm, I'm lying. I'm trying to use You're self not going to like what I'm I have to say. I'm trying to use self-control. Yeah, like you're not going to like it. So I'm not going to say it. So don't make me. Don't right. make me. But it's like bubbling at the surface. And um, so, yeah, I think there's such a balance. It's a hard balance to strike between should I say this? And then the whole like closing off and like, fine, you don't want to hear what I have to say. So I'm not going to say it anyway. Are you melancholic? What does on, that mean? On the temperaments? I don't. You don't know what that is? Y'all okay. have so many tests. I said this, here. you heard that. I know, you've told us I oh haven't done gosh. it yet. For marriage, I don't know what I am. So I'm I'd be I'd be curious to see if you've got some some blue in mm -hmm. there or melancholic in blue there. She's like red I'm blue. Sad. I would guess. Is she a red blue? Yes. Huh. So you yes. purple? I need to take you need to send I'm gonna take it now and we're gonna see if JB is right. It's a twenty dollar workbook on Amazon. You it's need awesome. To get it. And and go and through it together. Okay. Through the church we have uh right now yes. media, which you have access to all their videos for free. Yes. And so. it's free on YouTube. All their yeah. videos are free on YouTube, but the, the workbook is not. But that's my go to for marriage counseling. That book. Yeah, you're talking And premarital as well. Um I don't have blue. a lot of write it down, guys. I, um, I'll take it and then we'll blue. just see if JV's right, if he can <laughs> yeah. peg it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there we so. go. <laughs> All right. Well, we're hour and five minutes. Well, but some of that was uh, was it just us nonsense like up front, dinking around in the beginning. Yeah, so. yeah. When okay. we when you when we stopped to talk with her, that's when we really. And I'm I'm yeah. really going for the most watched episode. So okay. Oh, trying to dethrone. Speaking of most watched episode, I think I can do it. Let's keep talking here, please. Okay. Are you going to get our? Because uh, you can share it on yours. Uh, we need to find out where we are for the um, coffee party. For our coffee party. Which, are you going to come back up for the mm. coffee party, Haley and Chris? Depends when the coffee party is. Right. Gotta... Are you paying for the <laughs> <laughs> Well said, sir. Okay, cool. So, oh, yeah. we're at 736 subscribers. Okay, so we got a couple, couple of 750. Oh, we got this. And we're going to have a coffee. We're going to have 750 subscribers. We're going to have a coffee event. We're going to do, uh, we're going to pull some shots. We're going to do some Clever Drippers, some Kalitas. We'll do some Chemex. We'll do some cold pours. Shots of espresso. Yes. All black coffee. Delicious. Can't wait. No, no, no. I'm, we'll, just I'm kidding. We'll make lattes totally, and cappuccinos. I'm totally too. kidding. I'll yeah. make a cortado. We'll do some cortados. So we'll only do some 14 Americanos. more. 14 more people subscribed. Man. And remember, like Radiant Reflections is just a small part of the Radiant Life Church YouTube channel. Like mm -hmm. every week, Haley puts out our our sermon, our, our sermon and full our music. Ser full service. Yep. yep. No, I mean, let's be honest, Radiant Reflections might be the coolest part of our YouTube <laughs> channel. <laughs> I don't know. I, I try to make cool graphics. Oh, you for, do. <laughs> I make yes. cool thumbnails. So at least I we make the cool about thumbnails that. and then I try, you know, I hook them in and then yes. they can watch. Yeah. Yes. That's no, good. it's good. It's all good. Yep. Okay. But now, so now there should be some sort of like challenge out there. Like mm -hmm. if, if, your episode surpasses uh -huh. uh, Bearded Josh's mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. Like, what should we? Should, I don't know. There should be something in there. Some kind of celebration. We gotta, yeah, we gotta think of something. Yeah, we gotta yeah. think of something. But maybe this then, has been maybe. Maybe then we buy their tickets to come up for the coffee. Hey, there, yeah, we go. there you go. <laughs> if <laughs> I win, I get to come back. <laughs> episode. What was this? 23, 23. 23. And don't forget, not only subscribe but like and subscribe mm -hmm. and share this. The best place to see the podcast grow is to share the YouTube or the audio feed to your Facebook page. Facebook is powerful. Yeah. Let your friends and families know uh, what's important to you. So we want to encourage you to share this to your Facebook page. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. The reviews help the algorithm beast get fed, which makes our podcast more known to strangers, not people that are part of Radiate Life Church. The algorithm right. so beast. It's, the alg it's a real thing. Yeah. It's an animal. Uh -huh. Yeah. Spotify, uh, if you're a Google Play person, Android we love you. Talk about we that. love you, even just... though you have uh, inferior taste in product. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we just lost ten subscribers. Guys, no, no. no. So, hey, but I said we love them still. We do, we do. <laughs> yeah, even if wet. they turn our text messages green. <laughs> yes, and no. jack up every group. Yeah, thread and, like ever. 
everything we do and they thumb it up, it copies the whole thing. And Look, okay, uh, but we had gosh. to deal with it on the flip side too whenever it would be like okay. JB reacted to whatever. Did you see what just happened, listeners, viewers? Someone just outed themselves. I did. As an Android user. <laughs> I did. Unfortunately, I did do that. That so. might hurt your chances of no, surpassing all of us. They'll never know. <laughs> they'll they'll never have watched know. this whole thing already and they'll have fallen in love with me and then all yes. of a sudden they'll be like, boom, Confidence. ripped it out. There you go. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Blessings to you guys. We will be back next uh, week, next Wednesday, with another episode of Radiant Reflections. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share His love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.